Hi, Sunita. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm really well. How are you? Yeah, great, thanks. Yeah, so thank you so much for agreeing to um, be interviewed for this podcast um, today. I know that your work with the Every Teacher Matters project enables staff to come together to share some of the um, challenges that they are having in school, um, challenges during normal times, but especially during the coronavirus outbreak. Um, and I appreciate that you were a former head teacher yourself. I don't know whether you've seen the, the statistics that are coming out. I think it was on Schools Week to say that 47% of head teachers are thinking about resigning after coronavirus um, has been resolved, which is an unprecedented figure. Yes. Um, and we probably can touch on some of the aspects of that during this interview. So I'd like to start um, by asking you about Teacher's Pet, which, mm. uh, which is a great title. Um, what is Teacher's Pet and why did you develop it? Okay, great. Yeah, I've um, I've been. This idea has been in my head for I would say the last four years. And um, being in the role of a head teacher, I've just never had. I'm going to say the ironic thing and the uncanny thing. I just never had the time to to be able to fit this in. But has been a real concept. Um, and so it's one of the things that I actually started work on a year ago now in the background. So from my initial idea of, you know, having one diary, basically, for a teacher or a school leader. So the inspiration really comes from my own working experience as a teacher and a leader. And alongside having a family and having strong commitments, having three children, then having further commitments to my extended family, to my friends and, and all of those other important relationships in my life. And actually my, my commitment and determination to have a life uh, above all. I learned very early on, you know, in the first day of my PGCE that teaching would be a very, very difficult and challenging career. Um, and I've been always a very determined person, I guess. And um, I like to have control of my personal professional life. And I think that actually, you know, it's one of them, the flags that I wave when I when I work with teachers and talk about well-being, because having control is a really important aspect of feeling empowered and, and, and you know, feeds into your well-being. So the way that I managed to do that in some of, you know, as, as I went on to having some of those more complex leadership roles in, in especially in challenging schools, I felt that more and more what was essential to my well-being was when I managed to do uh, and carry out responsibilities uh, through very careful time management. And in my role now as a well-being consultant and coach, I want to be able to share that, you know, that skill really of being able to help so many others to achieve that work-life balance. Uh, and the other thing to go alongside that is the fact that when I'm coaching teachers now, um, I, I find what resonates back to me, which reminds me and takes me back to my days as a teacher and a leader, is that we live our lives um, as teachers in a very compartmentalised way. And I find that really disturbing. And I know for me, that was something that I really 
at, towards the end of when, you know, when I came out of my head teacher role, it became very clear when I had that headspace around me to think I was living almost two parallel lives where I was at school. It was just about, and maybe this happened because there were along the course of the way I did have this message, you know, said to me that um, leave your personal stuff at home. And I, and, I, and I don't agree with that message, just to, just to be clear. I really don't agree with that. I think that's really bad for your well-being and mental health. So I think that what happened was because I was being told to leave my personal stuff at home, I began to work in a very compartmentalised way, which inevitably led to, to, to some not very, not very good um, you know, ways of working. So I actually carried two diaries. I had a separate shopping list and meal planner at home. Um, and I... I started to carry around various lists and various books and notepads and journals in, in, in a leather bound zip file, which I used to carry everywhere, which isn't really very practical at all. But when I look back now, I think when I was at school, you know, when, when I'd have those odd, especially when I'd get to certain points of the day where I would feel overwhelmed and I said, OK, right. And that used to make me feel grounded again because I'd kind of unzip this big file and kind of have my diary, which was for work. Then I'd have my appointment scheduler. And then I'd be thinking, oh, God, I think about the children and what, what day does my daughter go to gymnastics and what day do it need to collect her? So all of that overwhelm, I'd get myself back into sort of a feeling of being grounded again by scanning the different pages and kind of thinking, right, what do I need to do today? And then bringing myself towards that planning and priority point uh, and really for me the inspiration behind this diary is exactly why I created it it's to do all of those things there are quite a lot of planners and diaries um, for sale in various places that, that teachers uh, sometimes schools buy a diary for all of their staff um, what's unique about about the teacher's pet well, I would say exactly, you know, all of those points that I've just mentioned previously, the fact that this is one diary now that takes that aims to take care of all your needs. I mean, I can't, you know, can't claim that to, to be true because we've all got very different needs. But this is built really and designed from practical working experience as a teacher and knowing what I needed um, with all those many hats that I wore. So essentially, it teaches you to be more organised. And I think that, you know, uh, I don't I don't know a teacher that doesn't strive to be organized because being organized is a key element of, of the job. So it prevents overwhelm, which is a, an example I gave personally of my own. It prevents overwhelm, it increases focus and it just makes everything feel a bit more manageable again. So, you know, it has a to do list. It has a note section. I mean, journaling is really, you know, there's some profound effects around well-being and mental health linked to journaling. So there's a journaling section. There's a very clear planning section. The planning takes you from, you know, the, the overview of a year to the term, to the month, right down to the day. And I think that's where, where you know, that planning is really quite well structured. Um, the, the key thing also to add here is that this is a diary that only spans across one academic term. So, and the reason for that, and that's the only way we could fit everything into one diary for it to make it one diary, 
But what I've, you know, I've taken some feedback from, from like working colleagues at the moment. And what they like about the fact that it's one term is that, again, that also prevents the overwhelm from like, you know, when a year in teaching can feel just too vast because we have so much. But actually breaking it down into a term makes it feel a lot more manageable. So, um, yeah, it, you know, when you get down to that week level and you're planning on what does your week look like? What do you need to buy from the shops? What errands do you have to run? When, when do you need to take your child to gymnastics? And then you've got like your meal planner. So even if you get a phone call from your husband saying, what was it? And, you know, it's a case of like you've got all that information to hand. And most importantly, and, and this is, you know, the most unique selling point, I would say, of the diary is the fact that it starts by focusing on you as the individual and this is something that I say to all my coaching clients when we start work the focus is on you because you're a person first and a professional second you've already touched on this Sunita um can you say something more about a specific time management tool that the the diary includes which is in your opinion really useful for a teacher Yes, certainly. I, I, I'll sort of refer to, um, I'd like to share a bit more about the time management tools as, as we carry on, but I'd really like to start by sharing the um, Eisenhower matrix, which is something that I have found, you know, particularly helpful when I've planned, because as teachers, and, and particularly in my role as a leader as well, I've actually, you know, helped lots of my staff members sit down and, and, really work through the Eisenhower matrix because often we can walk around with this to-do list and I was speaking you know if I were in my role as a head I'd be speaking to my senior leadership team and I'd see them writing down another thing on the list and I could you know physically feel them thinking oh there's another thing on the list and sometimes you know when you start to grow this to-do list it actually becomes again very very overwhelming and then that's where the planning and the prioritizing really helps us so if you if you think about maybe just having one list but then the next task is to look at that list and then use the Eisenhower matrix which is something that really helps us decide on prioritize our tasks in matter of you know what's urgent and what's important and then it helps us to sort out those things that are less urgent and those things that are less important that actually when I've done this with colleagues before some things we've just delegated that are no longer our responsibility or eliminated altogether because they're just on repeat and when something's repeated constantly it's the, the sign is there because you're not getting around to doing it actually just take it away from your list so I would definitely say that that's one of the most powerful things on, on this in this diary. I've been very pleased to endorse the uh, the Teachers Pet, the diary, um, from the Teach Well Alliance. But I've noticed also that you're having other endorsements. So one of them is from um, Dame Alison Peacock, who is the CEO of the Charter College of Teaching. So can you say something about the companies, the organisations that have um, given their um, approval or given their thumbs up to the, the diary? 
Yeah, of course. And and thank you to you, Steve, first and foremost, because, um, you know, I've kind of been discussing the idea of this diary with you as well and um, really grateful for your support. So alongside the Teach Well Alliance and, and obviously the endorsement from Dame Alison Peacock, I think what I'm, you know, truly very humbled by is the fact that when I've discussed this concept with some of the partners that I've already been working with, they've wanted to be part of it. They've wanted to support it, A, because of its function functionality because it's a very functional diary that you know will absolutely be helpful on a day-to-day level but you know the fact is that it really does support a teacher's overall sense of well-being on a day-to-day basis and through that we can achieve that you know what's one of the things that wears our teachers down and what's that sort of aspiration that they carry around in their hearts that that I think they feel beaten by is the fact that they just can't seem to get work-life balance And I think that, you know, I I really do believe that planning and prioritisation through effective time management is absolutely fundamental in us being able to protect some of our time and have it back and enforce boundaries. And that's exactly what the diary allows you to do, which is what these these partners are, you know, seeing and allowing, uh, you know, and, and accepting. So we've got Smile Education, who are a partner that I've been working with for a really long time. Their whole company ethos is very similar and aligned to to those of, of similar values that we have aspire education again recruitment agent that really you know very similar uh, to what i've just described really care about the staff that they work with and put the well-being of their staff you know it's really there and, and fundamental in the work that they do um and then um, there's uh, the education awards and the education awards you know their their main priority really is to is to again wave the well-being flag in all of the work that they do but really promote it and acknowledge it and shout and you know uh, and 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 shout from the rooftops if you like about look at all these wonderful people that work in education here's the platform for them and let's let's bring our attention and and acknowledge them so that that's wonderful to have the support of the education awards and then um my colleague pam call from saint james's place who's recently been working with me because as you'll appreciate you know um this has been such a horrendous time for so many people financially and um, I've been having lots of conversations with Pam around what can we do to support financial well-being and that's around education because as a teacher you know we don't have the foresight often to be able to plan financially for ourselves and often what I've found in my coaching role and some of the work that you know even you and I have been doing in terms of signposting our teachers towards getting the right HR advice or the right legal advice you know what they always get stuck on is this point of well I can't leave because of the financial constraints around it so I'd really like to raise the platform on that and so that teachers when you know that they've got this nest egg they've got this security financial security around them that when and if those difficult times come in their life that they need to plan for them then they're able to do that so so the partners that I've got you know that I'm really grateful to them but I've also carefully selected the right partners that I know share the same message as I do in terms of well-being. And is it right that if a teacher joins your network Every Teacher Matters that they get a free copy of the of the diary. Yes, that's right. That's part of the membership. Yeah, that's right. And if someone is listening today and 
they really like the sound of the diary and they want to take a look at it and perhaps go on to to buy it where would where would they go so they would find the uh, they would find a link to paypal on my website which is www.sanitabadbury.com and it's on the home page about three quarters of the way down um so you can literally just um ask to purchase from there and then i will capture the details and you know post out a copy of the diary to to whoever would like it i wondered if there's anything else that you'd like to add to what you've already said yeah, I, I think I would like to just pick up on the time management um, sort of tools that I've described there earlier that I talked about the Eisenhower matrix. But I think one of the questions that a few people have asked me, and I, I'd like to really give a, a bit of an a, a, a bit of an evaluation, I suppose, of how it will help you to achieve work life balance, because that's quite a claim, isn't it? So the diary's overall aim and objective is to help you achieve work-life balance, which is why it has been designed in the way that it has. Um, and as I mentioned uh, before, it guides you from the big picture and the overview of the term from the month, then right down to the day. And your only commitment is to use it. You have to use it to be able to plan and prioritise. And when you start capturing the details of your life and your work commitments, and then you plan so that every, you know, you plan your every day. So you actually start to work in this very integrated way as opposed to the compartmentalised way. Um, and then actually, you know what, it's really important to use the diary and work through the steps to gain the benefits of it and understanding how you may be able to achieve that work-life balance. And so some of those... Where, that's where some of those time management tools really serve you because we've you know talked about the Eisenhower matrix but some of the other things there is around you know a, a to-do list is a key to efficiency so when you're feeling overwhelmed by the amount of work that you have to do you find yourself missing deadlines or you find yourself sometimes even forgetting really important things and people are chasing you up then which adds to that overwhelm so a to-do list is is, is a, a, a very common one but actually you know, can be underestimated because it, it really is the key to efficiency. And then another thing that I would say has been pivotal in, in helping me to, to be on top of what I'm doing is, is the practice of time blocking. And time blocking is very, very helpful in that every moment of your day, if you start to time block it in advance and, and dedicating specific time blocks for certain tasks and responsibilities, that can be really, really helpful in actually executing and implementing your to-do lists. Um, and I mentioned this already around uh, planning and prioritizing, but these are really important skills because they help you identify and focus on the order in which you need to need things to be accomplished. And if you're lacking in, in any of these skills, well, then it can result in work being done late, in getting in trouble with your line manager, frustration and again that feeling of overwhelm and actually not being able to switch off which is something that you know you and I both know is 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 reported um often so you know that it can really prevent all of those things and another thing that I'd like to finish off by by saying is actually the importance of time tracking and we don't do this often enough as teachers either but time tracking is key to understanding how you're spending your time personally and at work is key to your productivity and it really provides you with an insight as to how healthy you know it, it is you know it, it's not okay to spend three hours marking for instance and some people are doing that still even though we're there's a big focus on 
um, you know, reducing workload and, and verbal feedback and live marking. But, you know, some people are, are still doing that. And it's, it's just not a healthy balance. So reflecting on where your time's going and whether you're being smart and savvy, you know, there's that saying, isn't there? You need to work smarter, not harder. Well, time tracking really, really enables you to work smarter, not harder, um, because it actually really gets you aware um, of the time that is consuming, you know, the, those tasks that are consuming your time and not necessarily helping you to be the most productive. So I would say that, you know, th those strategies are some of the things that I do allude to and, and help you guide through um, when you're using the diary. So that they were, I wanted to share those because I think they've been the absolute rationale behind why I've created the diary in its entirety. Thanks for adding that detail about time management. And what I love about the diary is that its underpinning really is about teachers' well-being and mental health. Absolutely. And that it encourages them to take better care of themselves and to integrate that care into their everyday lives. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. Um, and I think, you know, on, on the on one page there's um a daily personal accountability and then at the bottom is the daily work accountability and the top half is absolutely underpinned by making your well-being your priority so it's all of those things that should you know based on evidence that we have of well-being should really help to nurture that process in terms of you know uh, how many glasses of water are you drinking for instance that day what are you having for breakfast lunch and dinner have you done anything to move around have you done you know any physical or any uh, exercise have you done any what have you done for your mental health today you know what positive mantra can you be applying to the day and each page has a positive affirmation as well so it really focuses you in on your well-being and and forces you uh, and and so you know I, I would absolutely challenge anyone that says we don't have time for our well-being well actually you know every page is built for that and designed for you to prioritize your well-being and it and it actually says that on the front cover as well you know make your well-being your priority it's been a pleasure talking to you Sunita I'm looking forward to starting to use the diary myself and um, I know that it's going to be a great success in, in schools. Um, I, I think it's a, a wonderful idea because as with most of the things, perhaps all of the things that you do in terms of well-being, it comes from your own personal experience. Yeah. And that's what teachers need. They need somebody who understands their situation and the conflict between work and home life is very much a central focus of their concerns so thanks yeah. again thank you steve thank you very much for your support thank you